0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Royal Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Thank you for joining us today here on Coffee with Zach and Russ. Hello again. We do want to welcome you back to Coffee with Zach and Russ. We thank you for tuning in today. We're going to continue our discussion on uh, moving from selfishness to selflessness, in our last uh, podcast together, we talked about some signs of selfishness and some problems that developed because of selfishness. And today we're going to begin and Lord willing conclude our discussion by looking at, uh, first of all, looking at the cure for selfishness. You know, we have to first recognize and acknowledge selfish, selfish behavior. You know, recognizing is kind of like those who have well, really, any problem, in order to be able to solve it, you have to first recognize that there is indeed uh, a problem. If you look at Titus chapter 1, I'm going to open up my Bible here. Titus chapter 1, and looking at verse uh, 7, it says, for, for a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self willed, not quick tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money. You know, we think about how, you know, we must. Recognize these things, and we think about Titus one and verse seven. And he talks about how these different things, how they are not to be self-willed, or I think about being selfish in many ways. That's the thing. What I think about self-willed is trying to do things uh, for your own purpose and having your own uh, desires behind it, which of course would be selfish. Um, and so you know, if a bishop is not to have these things, or as we know same term referencing an elder, you know, a Christian, likewise, I mean, any Christian should not have these things, should should not be selfish. You know, we look at the qualifications of an elder. Uh, Everyone should strive for these qualities, whether we are an elder or not, talking about male or female, we should strive for these qualities. And one of those things mentioned here in Titus 1 and verse 7 is not not being self-willed. So as being an obedient servant, like an elder, as seen here in Titus, is not selfish, but is selfless. Uh, The servants of God are to be selfless. And before I turn over to Zach here, I want to go over to Psalm fifty-one. Psalm fifty-one, and looking at uh, verse three, the Bible says, "For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is always before me." This here, uh, believe, being David who is speaking, and when he says, "I acknowledge my transgression," and selfishness can be a transgression and if we recognize it soon enough we can avoid we can avoid committing sin because we're selfish because of our selfishness but we also have to realize that selfishness is in itself the wrong attitude to have for any christian so i'm gonna stop there whether zach had anything in like as we continue looking at this idea of a cure a cure for selfishness
1: yeah, you know, you talk about, you know, being able to cure selfishness and, you know, uh, you're spot on there. with the idea that first we have to recognize uh, that we are being selfish. Uh, I remember <clears throat> years ago is actually probably when I was in preaching school, probably uh, one of the instructors, probably one that, you know, uh, really well, Brother Chuck, uh he was telling us, I, I, think, it was, <laughs> I think it was him, uh, but he was telling us about, you know, one time he was on a mission trip and they were knocking doors and they were talking to people and they knocked on the door of this uh, one lady's house and, you know, they, the topic of sin had come up and she said, no, uh, I have never sinned. I've never uh, committed a sin. Well, obviously we realize the Bible teaches that all men, have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God Uh, and so what it was is she misunderstood what sin was she just assumed sin was you know what we might classify or what we might consider as terrible things such as murdering somebody or or being a thief or something like that and so uh, she didn't recognize that there were other things in her life that were sin you think about Uh, 1st John chapter 3 and verse number 4 that transgression of law transgressing God's law specifically uh, Is sin and so we have to be able to evaluate our lives. We have to be able to recognize as you said and realize That we're being selfish and once we make the realization that I'm being selfish or a selfish action then just like with any other sin Uh, one of the things that you have to do is you have to repent, right? Uh, You know, we sometimes call that a a change of mind, a change of action, but ultimately uh, changing your ways. But, you know, the proverb writer says something interesting in Proverbs uh, 23 and verse number 6. Proverbs 23 and verse number 26, he says, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my way. And you think about that, observe my ways. Well, whose ways do we need to observe? Well, none none other than Jesus himself. And you think about Jesus and the life that he lived, there was nothing selfish that he did. You know, you think about leaving heaven, coming to this earth, living a perfect life, being willing to go to the cross. Uh, that was not selfish. And so we need to observe. But then, you know, you, you have to change. Okay, well, if I am being selfish, what are steps? What are things that I can do uh, to turn away from that? And of course, the Bible is filled, uh, filled with examples Uh, Of putting others first I'm mindful of uh, Matthew chapter 6 And verse number uh, Verse number 33 Seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God So don't let it be about us Let it be about God But I'm I'm reminded of something That Moses would write uh, In Deuteronomy chapter 10 Uh, There in uh, verse number 12. And now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes which I command you today uh, for your good. In other words, put God first, others second, and then think about yourself.
0: Yeah, you know, when you think about you know, looking at Deuteronomy 10, I think about it so many times. Deuteronomy is often used about in reference to our, our attitude, which can be selfish or selfless, and also a reference to, you know, I think it's Deuteronomy 6, which we talk so much about, uh, you know, our spiritual mindedness, having the Word of God always before us and those kinds of things. And look at, Like you pointed out in Deuteronomy 10 and verse 12, he says, What does the Lord require of you? You know, in in all these things, you know, the Bible reminds us that God does not require anything from us that is impossible for us to give. it's just sometimes it's impossible for us to give it up because of our own selfish reasons and desires. And so we think about, you know, this cure for selfishness, as we've been pointing out, recognizing, acknowledging that selfish behavior and also that change of Lifestyle, which is very difficult to do uh, at times, where just many times I think because we're just we don't really want to do it. Um, and if we and I think sometimes what keeps us from acknowledging our behaviors, if we recognize once we acknowledge it, we got to do something about it. It's just like atheists who, if they acknowledge God, but well, they got to do something about it, so they'll never acknowledge Him. Um, Looking at our next point here, moving into how selfishness, uh, selflessness, not selfishness, but selflessness is putting God and others first. And Zachary may have mentioned this, but if you go look at Philippians chapter two, uh, verses three and four, it says, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. Being in lowliness of mind, each esteem others better than himself. Each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. So as you look there in verses three and four, it says he says there, let, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. Let nothing that, that really I mean, that catch captures everything. I mean no, no matter what you do, don't do it for a, a selfish reason. Don't do it um, because it's you know it's what you want to do. You know, if what you want to do is based upon God's word. That's entirely different. You know, you want to do something because this is what's right. This is what gives glory to God. All those kinds of things. And then, then that would not be a selfish thing. But if we are being selfish, we're doing it because that's it's our own ambitions, our own selfish ambitions. So being being selfless is, as he puts out here, is being having this lowliness of mind. Uh, not the idea. I think some people take this idea of being lowly in mind that you don't, you know, you don't think highly of yourself. That you, you know. I think it's almost people think take it too far but living lowly in mind is is the opposite of being arrogant being prideful being lowly, lowly in mind you know think about this way is and that is that i know who i am and i know who i am not uh, i know what i'm capable of and i know to some extent what i'm not capable of so to speak and so we have that lowliness of mind i mean we we know <laughs> we know our own role so to speak if that helps you know now think about one of the verse here, Philippians chapter one and verse twenty-one. Uh, Philippians one and verse twenty-one. It tells us here, for for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Uh, a selfless statement. And yet we, we hear people say this, and I think I may mention this in this podcast before. I made mention up so many places I don't remember, but you know, we hear people say, I'm gonna be like uh, I'm gonna be like Paul, I'm gonna be like Christ, I'm gonna be like th- these different people. Well, those are, that's a very uh, brave statement because for Paul to say this, this wasn't a person who's living a life that was cushy, soft, and easy. Uh, he spent most of his life as a Christian, probably in prison. And so for him to say, for to me to live as Christ and die as gain, he's saying that as long as he lives, he's living for Christ, and if he dies, that gain is going to be heaven. And that's a very selfless thing to say and a very selfless way to live. And so when we say we want to be like Paul or be like Christ, who Paul is trying to be like, we're we're saying we want to be selfless as well. Go ahead.
1: Well, you know, you you talked there about, you know, the idea of putting God first and, you know, not letting things be done, the King James says, in strife or vainglory. the idea of, of selfish behavior. You know what's beautiful there in Philippians chapter number two, if I can back up for just a moment. There in Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 3 and verse number 4, Paul is telling the church of Philippi, don't do these things. Don't have uh, this selfish attitude. Don't consider just yourself. Also consider your neighbor. But you keep on going down in that same chapter in the same context. Verse number 5, he says, let this mind. Being you as it was also in Christ Jesus so not the selfish mind but the attitude of Christ and of course then he goes in there and he shows really down through I think verse 10 11 really the the selflessness uh, that Christ had uh, when he went to the cross you know when we start to understand the word Christian I'm going to take a small detour here for just a second you know what's interesting And I'll preface this by saying this, you know, sometimes when we name children in today's society, someone will go get a book and they'll find the popular names for that year and they'll just name their child based upon a book or they'll name it on a a character or, or things of that nature. But what's interesting, when you read in the Bible, names were not just chosen at random, they had meaning behind them. Uh, You know, you think about Abraham, his name going from Abram to Abraham, it had meaning behind it. Uh, I think about Naomi, uh, when, you know, her husband and her children died, she says she no longer wanted to be called Naomi, she wanted to be called Mara, uh, which, you know, is translated bitter, because she thought life had been bitter too. So names mean something. Well, you think about that name, Christian. Uh, We are to be Christ-like, and so when we understand that we are Christian, because the world just throw the word christian out there like whatever. You know, they just well, I'm a christian. I'm now well, you're not the biblical definition of a christian. You're not being Christ-like. And the the reason I'm pointing to all this is when we can start to understand what it means to be Christ-like, we can start to understand what it means to be not selfish, selflessness, mm-hmm. you know, to to consider others. And you know, you think about uh, Galatians chapter 5 and verse 14 for a moment what Paul would write to the church at Galatia when he says for all the law is fulfilled in one word even in this thou shalt love the neighbor as I said when we realize that we're going to be Christians when we start to understand what it means to be Christians we realize that when you start making a list of priorities I'm certainly not number one and really, I'm not even number two. You know, uh, I, I tell my kids kind of jokingly, uh, but serious at the same time. You know, when it comes to important people in my life, I said they're not even in the top two. I said God is number one. My wife is number two. And so, you know, you have to be thinking about others. Well, you know, we have to be thinking about Others and not ourselves. You know, stay, staying in Galatians, if we go over one chapter, of Galatians chapter six and verse number ten, he says, "Therefore, as you have opportunity to do good, unto note this, all men." And then he goes on to say, "Especially the household of faith." But if we're going to do good unto all men, there has to be selflessness in that. You're not going to do good to all men if you have a selfish attitude because you don't care about all men, and so in order to be the Christian that God wants us to be, uh, it requires us to not be selfish, uh, but to be selfless.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, you may mention, you know, that priority list, and, and if someone was to hear, uh, you know, your kids aren't even top two, they might think, oh, you're such a heartless person. But they shouldn't be. I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, God is going to be number one, and your wife naturally is going to be number two. And your kids are probably going to be number three. Uh, you know, if they're misbehaving, they may find themselves on number four. But, oh, right. But, uh, you know, priority says a lot about our selfishness and our selflessness. And, you know, I'm, I'm far from being the example that is to be followed in, in – in, in, in life, uh, if someone talks about examples and things, I point them to the Bible. Sure. I don't point point them to me. Uh, I'm not I'm not the Apostle Paul. I'm not an inspired man of God who could tell you know you know to imitate me. But he even he he said imitate me as I imitate Christ. So he, even he gave a condition based upon that. You know if you think about this idea of, of being selfless, look at uh, Luke chapter uh, six there in verse thirty one. And just as you want men to do to you to do all, you also do to them likewise. Luke six thirty one. And so being selfless is you know, is how we treat others. You know, just because our wife is not number one on the priority list doesn't mean we that she is not important. And any 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 person, tell me your wives or your children, who who know anything about God, and if God is number one in your life then they're gonna know something about God. They're gonna understand why they are on that priority list in the position they are because God's going to come first and naturally your your wife is going to come second. Um, And, and, and we, we, I think you may may mention this before, the word joy using that acrostic there, Jesus self, Jesus first, others second, yourself last. Mm -hmm. And, um, we think about that idea. We fail to realize how important it is to be selfless because we live in a very selfish world, a very selfish nation. You know, I always say, if you want to, find the most rude people wait till the holidays and go, go shopping that's, that's when all the all the rudeness that's and right. unkindness and all, the, all that kind of stuff selfishness all that comes boiling out because I I do not I'm not one who likes to go shopping you know I have to go like I said on Zach I have to go look for some dress shoes before we take our trip uh, this weekend well, the only reason I'm doing that is because the other pair wore out. You know, they, they literally, the sole of the heel literally had a big crack across the bottom and I didn't find it until I stepped in the puddle of water. Mm. And that's when I found it. And so I don't go shopping for, for fun, uh, at least not clothes shopping or shoe shopping. But, you know, to be selfless is you're willing to, to treat others as, as they want to be treated and as we want to be treated. You know, I may mention this because I did a lesson based on this topic a few weeks ago. You know, anytime... And i'm sure you know this as well anytime my wife says i like we ask me will you you take me to hobby lobby because she likes me to drive her places and uh one just for safety uh, because you never know who's who's around anymore and uh you know i jokingly say how that's not something i really look forward to doing but i'll you know i'd rather go and know that she's going to be okay and i'll sacrifice whatever time to be with her and it's really to be honest if you do things for the right reason you don't feel like it's a sacrifice because there's always uh ways to 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 enjoy those times together. Um, but being selfless is something that we sometimes, well I think all the time have to work at. We're talking about with our our friends, with our family, with the church, you know, it's uh, it's difficult. And I think there are times, as one one man told me, he said, you No, know, there's nothing wrong with being uh uh, taking care of yourself he wasn't saying being selfish he said but you know that you have to look out for yourself what he meant by that was your own well-being you know you can't um you have to make sure that you yourself are also doing okay that you yourself are also uh, getting what you need and and, i understood completely what he meant he wasn't saying that you have to be a selfish person but you have to look out for your own self as well and and he's he's correct But I think sometimes we take that idea and we run with it and say, well, I'm just looking out for myself, and we never look out for other people because we're always looking out, quote-unquote, looking out for self. And so we have to take care of ourselves, but I think taking care of ourselves also can be done uh, by being a selfless person because there is joy in being a selfless person and putting others first. And we find that, I think, numerous occasions of that uh, in the Bible. And I want to mention one of the verses, because I know I've been hammering on Mm -hmm. for a second, but John chapter 13 John chapter 13 and looking at verse uh, 34 and 35 uh, here the Bible says and here Christ speaking says a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another by this by this all will know that you are my disciples if you if you have love for one another now, this is Christ speaking, and, and we hear some people sometimes, I don't want to go down this road too far, but we hear people sometimes really emphasize love, but they also don't emphasize the other parts of the commandments of God. But are we to love God? Are we to love others? Absolutely. You know, I think it's uh, the psalmist, he says, you know, love will cover, or maybe it's uh, Paul, he says, I have to my love will cover a multitude of of iniquities, and, and really the idea there being that love will solve a whole lot of problems. If we're calm enough, if, we're, if we keep our composure and and realize how much we we need to love one another and look up one another, that will not make mountains out of uh, anthills, so to speak. And we look here in Luke chapter, uh, me, John chapter thirteen, thirty four and thirty five. He says, "A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another." And that commandment tells us that it's not an option; it's something we need to do. It is a command of God to love other people, and we can't do that properly. If we are a selfish person, okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, you know, I just just would add really quickly to your point about the idea of love showing whether we're selfish or selfless. You know, you brought up a passage in John. Let me bring out a passage in First John, uh, chapter number three, uh, starting really there. I mean, you could look at verse number sixteen. By this, we know love because He laid down His life for us. So, by this, we know how to be. Uh, Selfless because he laid down his life for us, and we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. So, we also ought to be selfless when it comes to our brethren. And then he, you know, he gives an example, verse number 17. But whosoever has this world's good and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God abide in him? In other words, if you see that there's a need or you see something like that and you're selfish about it you don't have the love of God and then you know he finally says there in verse 18 uh, my little children let us not love in word or in tongue but indeed in truth you know I can say that I'm a selfless person
0: mm-hmm.
1: but do my actions show
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I'm a selfless person and and it, it's so important that uh when we talk about being selfless that we demonstrate that to those that are around us. Truly put the needs of others and things before. Now again, don't let our needs go by the wayside as you were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes there are things that we can do without to somebody else's benefit. And I I would just leave it on that that you know, if we really want to get to that point we need to look to the ultimate example of Christ and then apply it to our lives.
0: Yeah, you know, and as we get really to close this out here, we think about, you know, there there are much more, there are a lot more benefits, kind of leading what you're saying, uh, to being a selfless person than to be a selfish person. Um, you know, if you are a selfless person, you, you're going to be, um, you know, a person who is willing to listen to others and do things for others, and and basically fulfill that that idea of being your brother's keeper, right? Being a selfless person, but for a selfish person, it's kind of like uh, that phrase we use sometimes: "Me, myself, and I." And and well, who wants to hang out with yourself? I mean, if you if you're a selfish person, you have me, myself, and I. You don't really need anybody anybody else. You have all you need. So, um, but you know, I think if we're honest, there's always ways in our life when we look and see that, you know, what well, I could be a lot. I could be a lot better uh, at, at this and not be. Um, Whether or not others think we're selfish or not, we may feel like, we may look at our lives and say, there's things I could do differently because we don't want to uh, be viewed as a selfish person by anyone in the church or anyone outside the church either. Uh, And so, you know, it's part of what Paul says, you know, for us to examine ourselves daily. And there's a lot of things for us to do consider. Do you have anything else you want to say before we close out here uh, today?
1: No, I think I'm good for today.
0: All right. Well, we do thank you for being here with us today here on Coffee with Zach and Russ. We hope you have enjoyed this time together with us. We hope it, we hope it has been encouraging to you. And we hope to see you again here next time on Coffee with Zach and Russ. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bobway Media by visiting us at biowaymedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.